0: KG, and this is not safe for network!
1: Get in there, you big
2: boy! Oh, I don't care what you smell!
3: Oh my god, this girl's really turning me on.
2: I, I didn't quite get that. Think, think it again?
3: Forget I thought it. It's
1: a
2: pressure
3: valve. won't open unless there's tremendous pressure. Oh, no, no not the beast! Manta. Not the beast! Manta. Ah! i my eyes! Manta. Ah! montucky skies welcome to montucky skies i'm biggs i'm brandon and i'm brent dude we narrowly averted disaster i'm so happy
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that would have been very bad
3: yeah like i just about missed out on recording all this and you guys would have been deprived of a hell of a conversation so we're just gonna start out right away brent dropped a bombshell on (laughs) it did you know
2: this about him i did not know that about him
3: okay Drop your bombshell, dude. Uh,
0: yeah, confession time. I've actually never seen all of uh, Pulp Fiction all the way through, or Jackie Brown. Too,
3: but have you seen the movie in its entirety? I don't believe so. You I've got seen. Talking your mind. I, I
0: like, don't believe so. I've seen like bits and pieces, but I, I don't really know what the narrative is. Like I know parts, but I don't know how they fit together. Really.
3: That is the interesting thing about the movie is that like it's all in like, I don't know, six or seven different sections and it's like at random. It's really not done on purpose. Like Quentin Tarantino literally had the segments and drew the order out of a hat just to make it interesting.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, I don't feel as bad that I have no idea. But
3: that's because they're like individual stories. Like you don't have to know. You just know that they like cross over from point to point. Oh. And, but the fun thing about it is, you think about it and you think about what the order would actually be, because the opening scene is like at a diner, which shows up later when Jules is Jules and uh, John Travolta are at the end of their story, and then like John Travolta gets killed in one part, like by Spoiler Bruce Willis. Alert. Oh, dude, <laughs> this movie is like how old? <laughs> twenty three or twenty four years old, something like that.
0: Yeah. Never seen all of it. I've seen it on TV like a and dozen times. And that's the other problem.
3: Yeah. Watching it on TV. Yeah. You yeah. Get, this is not one you can watch on like TBS or something. Like like HBO or Showtime is fine, but...
0: I probably watched, I don't know, maybe a dozen times but I've never like sat down and watched and started to start the beginning.
3: Yeah, you should, man. I kind of envy you in a way because someday <laughs> you will and like, oh, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. But so did you have something is that one of those ones you just like you purposely don't watch just no because people no go, it's not
0: n- not at all it's just like i never sat down to watch it i mean when it came out i was a kid so i like if i got to see it it might have been on television on like tbs or whatever some movie channel and i would see like a scene but i and i You know, you see the dance scene. You see, like, the driving scene, the shooting scene, everything. What about
3: Christopher Walken talking about his pocket watch? Oh, my God, (laughs) dude. I so envy you. (laughs) (laughs) You are going to be amazed when you watch that scene, talking about hiding a watch up his ass. It's so great, dude.
2: For, like, the length of the Vietnam War. Yeah. (laughs) What?
0: Yeah. (laughs) How do you even do that?
3: should I do a quick explanation or should we just let him find out?
0: I kind of just want to watch it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, there's so
3: many weird little things like that in there. Um, I was listening to a podcast, dude. Did you get to the part where they, like, open the briefcase and there's, like, a golden light that comes out and they just, like, shut the briefcase? I don't think so. Yeah, there's, like, all this speculation on what's in the briefcase, but I know definitively now what's in it because Phil Lamar who's the guy who gets shot in the head in Pulp Fiction said what it is. Are you ready? Sure. It's a light bulb. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, Quentin Tarantino said it's whatever the viewer wants it to be. Like, that's what he told them. Like, that's why they never say it. It's, it's whatever the the viewer can imagine or want it to be, but it's technically a light bulb inside a briefcase. (laughs) What if
0: it's all the best ideas ever? And then
3: she's a briefcase. I always assumed it was like heroin. I don't know why that would glow that way, but maybe it's because when he does heroin, like it starts uh, to glow. My favorite theory is it's Marcellus' Wallace's soul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that one got some traction too because uh, he like opens a briefcase with 666.
0: The number of the beast?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so like there's, and there's like a people have like drawn all these like comparisons, which I mean, maybe Quentin Tarantino threw in one or two of them, but I doubt that because I don't think like, I really don't think Satan lets somebody who is, who crossed him survive. You know what I mean? And get a chance to take their soul back. What about yeah. Ghost
0: Rider? I mean, Ghost Rider got his.
3: Yeah, but my understanding is that hell is not happy about that.
0: Well, I'm sure <laughs> Satan's probably not just like,
3: oh, I'll let this one slide. I mean, in real life, <laughs> he's like, yes, let's make a Ghost Rider 3. <laughs> but
0: and we'll get Nick Cage for it, too.
3: <laughs> Who would be worse than Nick Cage in that role? Anybody.
2: Worse than Nick Cage? <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cage is perfect for that role. He kind of is because he is very They didn't crazy. even have
0: to CGI his face. It was just like naturally like that. Naturally just crazy. Mongoloid face. Actually, I saw something recently that when they filmed that, I think the second movie, they would like have him do all this crazy face paint and he would just do it because cause it would make him get into character, but it like it was not helping the CGI or anything and it didn't... Like translate well, so they'd have to like film the scene and then like film it again because he had all this fucked up face paint on. But he was like, "Yeah, that's how I get into character, you know." Do you think
3: <laughs> Nick Hayes just sits in a dressing room and wore paint, and he's just like, "I'm ready for my scene." Like, that's how he. That's how he like got ready for Peggy Sue got married. Raising Arizona. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> see we could not have gone for more different drops there <laughs> <laughs> They were both 80s movies with nick cage but mine's the one nobody remembers <laughs> i've never
0: even heard of that movie i have no idea
3: it's uh kathleen turner is old and then she gets in a car wreck and then she becomes young hot kathleen turner in high school nice and uh nick cage is like her ex-husband And he's like this really sleazy slime ball. And so the entire movie, she's like doing all these, like she's in math class. And at one point she's like filling out a test and she writes down, I know for a fact that I will never need to know any of this in the future. (laughs) and just like turns it in and doesn't fill it out. But her entire thing is like to not marry Nick Cage, to do everything (laughs) possible to make sure that she doesn't marry him.
0: That's a good life goal. I mean yeah. if you have one life goal, not marrying Nick Cage should be at the top of the He was head. a
3: slime ball, like he created all sorts of like trouble for her. so it's it's it was an interesting premise. I honestly don't know if it holds up. <laughs> I suspect it doesn't because I've never seen it rerun since like the nineties. So
0: Maybe it's just too creepy, like a dude perving on like a high school chick the whole time, like to
3: I mean, they're the same age, but they like play older at the end of the movie, and then they play younger at the, for the most part of the movie. Like they were in their, I want to say late twenties or something when they, hmm. when they made it. Maybe they're in their like mid or early twenties, but you know that it's like high school in Hollywood. Like, you know what I mean? That's always like people 25, 26 playing high schoolers. Andrew
0: Garfield graduating from high school. Oh my God.
3: (laughs) He was older than that though. He was like, I think he was like in his 30s. 29. Yeah, that's right. I said it a couple episodes back, so I probably shouldn't cross what I just said. Yeah, cross the stream. (laughs) By the way, we just watched a trailer for the new Ghostbusters movie. And my daughter literally said the words that I've always wanted to hear from my daughter which is why
0: did they do this no <laughs> which
3: is daddy i'll watch any ghostbusters movie with you no nice. she's into it. so you're not into ghostbusters no
0: i love ghostbusters i just i'm talking don't. about the,
3: the the reboot you're not into that
0: uh, no i don't want to see it. okay if it wasn't called ghostbusters i would probably see it um the fact that it is called ghostbusters not like a new generation or the quest for more money or like, you know, anything except for Ghostbusters. Because when you look it up in IMDb, there's always going to be two. There's going to be like the 1984 and there's going to be like 2016. And the 2016 one's always going to be on top with the same fucking name. But even like Bill Murray has a cameo, but he's not his, like his character. He's just like some dude in the movie.
3: I don't believe it. I think... I think he's I think he's his character. I like this is my theory on this movie.
0: Well also I mean, wasn't there a trailer that just came out with Dan Aykroyd who's not his character also?
3: I didn't see him in it. Who does he play?
0: Some dude, like he has a I don't know, I only read about it. I don't care about the movie, so I just read that like there's a cameo with Dan Aykroyd, but he's not his character from Ghostbusters. He's just like some dude who's in the movie but he's not a former Ghostbuster.
3: Oh, see my theory on this movie, which has not changed one iota off of the information. I'm just going to file that in the Abrams file, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) the Abrams file of misdirection. But my theory is that this is a remake. That's actually a sequel. And what I mean by that is I think they're going to take elements of the story and redo it. But I think in actuality, it's a continuation of the story. And I don't think they want people to know that until they're in the movie.
0: There's already been basically Ghostbusters 3, and that was the video game. I know. Where they brought all the voice actors back. And I don't know that Sam Raimi's dead. It just seems cheap. Not Sam Raimi. Or not Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi's not dead. What are you talking about? Uh, uh, Harold (laughs) Raimi's. Yeah.
3: Um, oh, dude, Dan Aykroyd will will do a sequel no matter what. Yeah, like, I mean,
0: he's been pushing it for years now, for like 15 years. But the fact that Harold Ramis is dead, like you, it's just a slap in the face to even go back and do it now.
3: See, I disagree, though. Because, really? yeah, yeah, I do. Because, with the think, same
0: name, like just Ghostbusters,
3: I, look, I do agree with you. It would be better if they didn't just call it Ghostbusters. Like, I do agree with you if they had Ghostbusters and then some the, kind of subtitle The Next Generation. Yeah, yeah. I would be maybe that. the search for more slime. <laughs> 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 I do agree with you that that's a misstep, but. I don't know dude It's not a misstep
0: It's like a cheap cash in Like it's piggybacking (laughs) off the name But not respecting the product that it is
3: I think you're reading into this way too much But the respect Just because it has the same Well I don't
0: think it has any respect Like I think it's just a cheap knockoff for more money Like
3: Okay, there's always gonna be the it's a- there and there's gonna money, be another but, like
0: Ghostbusters movie coming out like in okay, a year. Or so. that you
3: have to separate from this though to be fair. Like if you're talking about the studio, then yes. But like for Paul Feige who like did this, like I don't think it's a fair because he didn't he has nothing to do with that reboot. That was literally because so many people were like, Oh my god, you're making all women Ghostbusters and so the studio like flipped out and they were like, Ah, here's all your male Ghostbusters are coming out. Like that was just a reaction to like Bros being upset about this And I don't movie
0: know that I moment. can get down with Thor being their nerdy secretary.
3: Have you seen the latest trailer? Mm-hmm. So he's also yeah, going to so be I the Yeah, I think I saw. It, it the next they're building man. him up like he's also going to be the villain. Yeah. Oh. Does that change anything for you? And I, uh, I think they did that because some people were like... Because he
0: put on a bow tie and become a ghost? <laughs> he, gets, he gets possessed. He gets possessed, but... yeah. Oh.
3: And so I, I, I'm thinking like a Ghostbusters 2 style situation with Vigo,
0: Or one with Zool. Like, it just male Yeah, Zool. I guess that
3: happened in the first one too. <laughs> yeah. Why did I go to the second one
0: first? <laughs> Take me a higher
3: love. <laughs> no, that's not the song, dude. <laughs> Isn't that the second one? No. no, no, it's uh, bringing me higher. Oh right. Higher. <laughs> I said your love, your love, your love. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, you're right.
3: <laughs> Jackie Wilson, I think. Yeah. And
0: they control it with the NES controller.
3: Yeah. Oh, dude, <laughs> that was the best controller ever. That's my all time favorite. It, it was the uh, NES Advantage
0: Master- or Advantage. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It was this. It was this the thing. Arcade that was, style. Yeah. It was. I swear the base was probably like eight inches by eight inches. Like it was huge and it had this giant joystick that would even fit my giant man hands, like with the giant, like, red ball at the end of it and like two huge fucking red buttons. Yeah. Like cartoon style red buttons. Like, don't <laughs> touch that button. Button. <laughs> It was. I love that controller. Yeah, it was my favorite. My favorite thing from the '80s is that controller. (laughs) I never owned one. Maybe that's why.
0: I never owned one either. I think it was the only like peripheral that actually fucking worked, though. I mean, Rob didn't work. Like, oh,
3: Rob, yeah, spinny (laughs) spinny robot that you zapped was that?
0: Or it picked up blocks and like tried to move them. It got stuck on
3: the carpet. (laughs) I imagine. I never actually saw one in person.
0: Our cousin had one but it like didn't fucking work. Like and you could only play like two games. You could only play some weird elevator game and then like some block throwing spinny game like
3: kinda like the power glove. Like they were all talking about how cool it would be, but it was only for like what, two games? Yeah. Was there even two games or was it just one? And then you use punch the Nintendo pad. On, and, oh, you could use it for Punch Out. I yeah. forgot about that. Probably didn't work very well. No, for punch well, because you
0: have <laughs> like you can only move, but you can't.
2: It was. It, it like, wasn't like like a Kinect controller or some where. It's like directly action based. Right. You did certain hand movements to that would be equivalent to pushing a button.
0: Right.
2: Like if you lift your pinky up. It would be pushing the A button if you okay. like made a fist. It
3: would be pushing the B button. Okay, you know I, I really love what you said about the only thing that worked <laughs> like, for an accessory because that's so accurate. dude. I had so many things that didn't work. Like we had wireless controllers my mom got me for Christmas one year. I remember me and Logan were so excited and we like opened them up and we're like yeah, but we were in like Portland visiting somebody and so we had to go back to coos bay like this long drive and we finally get home we like run in the nintendo you had like plug in the sensor on the top and we're playing and like you had to be like two feet away from it and you <laughs> had to point it directly at the at the nintendo or it just like didn't pick up what you're doing so you like fucked up all the time because you'd be especially when you're a kid dude you like moving your hands all over when you're like playing it not like my mom, who was in danger of like hitting somebody in the face <laughs> whenever Mario jumped, you her hands to, would just shoot up in the air, like she was doing the wave. Like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she would do that shit. But not for me. It was just like just playing and like being excited and move my hands a little bit, and then the buttons wouldn't push, and I was like ah. And then later, like I saw this zapper kind of thing, where it's like it's this helmet that you put on, and it had oh yeah, little, like, oh, yeah. Fire the window.
0: command or commander helmet or something
3: something like that yeah and i was like so excited for that and i remember like saving up my allowance and getting it and plugging it in and it sucked dude not only was it not accurate but like it says on the thing that it fires only when you say fire because it has a little microphone but it's literally any noise you make (laughs) yeah (laughs) makes it fire so you're just like shit fuck 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 fuck." (laughs) but it's not just that Guess what? If somebody's listening to the radio, it's just gonna fire and fire. <laughs> but and wait, fire, there's dude. more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's say there's a wind. <laughs> like, Dog
0: bark. Fire.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucked, dude. Yeah, there's so many misfires for like Nintendo. But got- at least they tried. They swung for the fences. Yeah, but-
0: they did swing. For- and God bless them. At least the fucking blaster gun worked. Like. Unlike any other goddamn thing, like out of the box, the blaster gun worked all the time. Like,
3: yeah, yeah. We had the pad growing up. Yeah, we oh, had the power, power pad. pad. Yeah. The power pad that always works better if you mash your fists onto. Well, it's the like thing. you can
0: run in place, or you could just sit on the floor and slap the thing with your hands. Like,
3: Which worked a way thousand, more a thousand times mm-hmm. quicker, man. If you did it that way, Be like,
2: oh, I could run a marathon about six seconds. <laughs>
0: well then you do like high jump or you do like triple jump there's no way you're going to like jump you know you can't you're a kid you can't jump far enough or like have enough hang time in the air to do it whereas you could just like slap it and then just like lift your hands up you're flying through the air you're flying slap it Ooh yeah big time money
3: (laughs) (laughs) you know what Nintendo did get right like absolutely right and now that I think about it I'm shocked none of us thought about it till this moment Okay, what they got absolutely right was a game genie. That shit worked. It was amazing.
0: Uh so they didn't actually do that. That was an unlicensed product that Really? That yeah. was yeah, unlicensed. That was not, that was not Nintendo not certified. Bite. That was not a licensed product. I had no idea. So okay, so if you, so back to NES games, if they're gray and they had the little gold seal on them, that was officially licensed by Nintendo you ever come across like those
3: 10 yeah. yeah
0: the Tengen or saw, like, like the some blue bible, bible, bible games. Yeah.
3: adventure yeah. ones that's so funny you say that. that's what my mind went to immediately
0: right those are all non-licensed by nintendo okay. i just game didn't know genie the game was genie, was the same genie thing. wasn't
3: i didn't own it though i just like had friends that had it yeah we had one yeah i still want the nintendo police to knock down my door <laughs> i got children man i gotta look out for them <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is an unlicensed product we gotta take you in
3: I haven't even owned it for like 30 years doesn't matter your crime is a crime sir only licensed products with this and by the way that game cleaner you got you can't have that either. The, <laughs> old, the official nintendo cleaner is <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know i was talking to my friends the other day about that it's fucked up that like universally like there was no internet back then there was no like communal sharing of knowledge or ideas like shit you barely Nintendo had Nintendo form. power but like every single kid no figured matter where you out. were figured out blowing in the fucking thing right
3: yeah. <laughs> no i so i discovered eventually okay this is it's funny you say that cuz like i was thinking about this a lot uh but this was like a year ago <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it never made it to the podcast but they actually did tests on this to find out whether blowing worked or not. <laughs> it didn't work. It was just a coincidence.
0: You probably spit in like the moisture. Yeah, set. they said the
3: moisture actually makes it corrode over time. But what actually did work, which I had a friend who figured this out. And once I saw that that worked, I never went back. So, like, you know, the first four or five years in Nintendo. But then after that it was always, like, you put in just the tip of the cartridge so that yeah, it, like, hits the so edge. It barely you, closed. Yeah, and you push it down, and that worked. Like, if if it didn't work that way, you had to buy a new cartridge.
2: See, I remember when our Nintendo got long in the tooth, it was... Because if you pushed it too far in and closed it, it would, like, turn off, on, off, on, off, yeah.
3: on. Yeah, I remember that move.
2: And... Which would be irritating, but if you just slide it in so you could just just enough that you could push it down and close it, works every time.
0: You know, it's <laughs> Brent yeah. doesn't approve of that. No, it, I don't know. Like, it, I was just a kid, so blowing in it and just like shoving that shit in worked for me, but yeah, to no, me, that's it's...
3: fine. I mean, and I believed in the blowing it for a while too, but now it's science, dude. Like, they actually science. because kids who did that grew up to be adults without better things to do and they totally knew that it would get hits on their website so (laughs) they like figured it out you know (laughs) like we have communal sharing now so (laughs) people have done this work for us that's all that i'm saying i'm trying to break news here that's like seven or eight years old
0: (laughs) (laughs) for a 30 year old system
3: is that 30 yeah holy fuck it was like 85 when it came out right it's like 31 it's even older wow i thought it came out 82 no because
0: it well mario didn't come out until 85 but the black box you know the black sleeve well the 82 when they
2: had the big video game like atari yeah like ataris and Coleco's were around Yeah, that's when uh E.T. had the tank
3: like tanked the entire like They buried it
0: in the desert. So
3: I feel like I talked about this on the podcast, but I'm not sure. I watched a whole documentary yeah, I on saw that, that too. that's on Netflix. Yeah, E. T. didn't tank it. It's not true. Like they did bury a bunch of cartridges, but they buried all Atari cartridges. There was a
2: lot of games that just came out at the same time et
3: was one of them but they they walked no, no totally like et was a failure don't get me wrong but they also walked through that like a it was actually a really revolutionary game like they built a whole world that had never been done in video games before and it wasn't impossible it was just so hard that people thought it was impossible like they demonstrate it wasn't impossible but the main thing is like like it was just bad strategies. Like they were built. Like they, they did do more E.T. games than they did consoles. But it was also bad investments. Like a lot of bad investments that ultimately sunk Atari. And when they buried all that stuff under concrete, they actually this documentary. Like it's all based around them going to dig up and uh, find all this stuff. Which is like, at first you're like, fuck yeah, why haven't they done this before? And then they start talking about how there could be pockets of methane and it could be yeah. really dangerous. So you're like, why the fuck are you doing this, dude? <laughs> this is a bad idea. You're
0: going to kill all these people. <laughs> yeah, so that
3: You can find out if E.T. killed Atari. <laughs> but when they get down, they found, they found like a cache at E.T., but they found a cache of like, Every single Atari game that was around, they took everything with Atari and they just threw it in the landfill, basically. And then they put concrete over it so that kids wouldn't. So the reason why they covered it with concrete that was under a lot of mystery. And the guy who's doing the landfill was like, "Yeah, it's so that kids weren't going around the dump Snooping trying the to dump get thing. video games." <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Was a liability thing. They were like, "If we cover it with concrete and people never find video games, they don't hang around here." So. yeah it it made sense when you're like oh yeah as as like fun as that sounds to make it sound like it was this thing done under the cover of night and like they hated that game so much our models involved somehow there's a layer of salt (laughs) over it so that like the evil can't seep out into the (laughs) world no it's just shit that makes sense you know uh (laughs) <laughs> dude i feel like i had a point somewhere back that is so long gone that had nothing to do with the time i started at ghostbusters and got to this <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> did you ever play ghostbusters 2 on on nes i did yeah dude, that game was so did much you ever play fun. the
0: original one that game was yeah. fucking terrible yes it was <laughs> that's exactly
3: you know what's was funny was like i was like Have I played that? And then I remember those shitty car scenes. The car,
0: yeah, like most of it's just driving. and like,
3: It's so bad. But Ghostbusters 2, even the driving stuff's fun because you have a slime cannon when you drive. (laughs) And it's like side scrollers, so you're just hitting ghosts as you go by. (laughs) That, That was the dumbest game, and it was so much fun. Like you'd have little spiders that run out of you, and for some reason you could trap the spiders with your ghost traps. Great, Uh. great game. (laughs) (laughs) I'd play it right now if I could, but I'm afraid I won't remember the orders to jump. (laughs) Do you guys ever play like old games and then you just fall back into the rhythm? You remember every... Well, there's only two
0: buttons, so it's not like too hard. (laughs) Still. (laughs) One shoots. Like I picked
3: up, I picked up like Mike Tyson's Punch-Out a few years ago. And I hadn't played Mike Tyson's punch out in like at least like 13, 14 years. And it was like nothing, dude. I remembered exactly when to hit everything. Like I went all the way and beat Mike Tyson. Like
0: I've never even gotten to Mike Tyson. Really? I don't who think did I've you get ever, stuck on? Probably King Hippo maybe. Okay.
3: Punch him in the mouth when he opens his mouth and then in his belly over and over again until he falls. Like he's so hard until you realize that like you punch him in the mouth like he opens his mouth super wide and then you just punch him in the stomach and literally he will just sit there as you punch him in the stomach and then fall down and he won't get back up. Yeah. Hmm. Like once you figure that out, you will never lose to King Hippo again. Hmm. I think it was E-Honda the second time was he was tough. He was pretty. He was my bane. Yeah. Yeah, that's all about the uppercuts and no one to no one to hold them and no one to throw them. <laughs> So, I like that. I don't, know. I don't care.
2: <laughs> <laughs> For the record, the reboot, remake, sequel, whatever, Ghostbusters,
3: out or in? Oh, I'm in. I'm still in. I don't care, man. I'm, I'm not
0: going to give it money in theaters. Okay. I'm protesting with my dollars. I'll probably see it sometime, but i What I'm if not, you hear really good reviews? I'm like, not going to give it money. I'm not going to support that as a thing. Like, with my money.
3: Is it just, Is it really? Because you feel like it just doesn't like honor the property. Is that what it is? Well,
0: yeah, I don't think it honors the property at all. Like, I think it's just a cheap cash in.
3: Who gets hurt by that though? Um, because Dan Aykroyd wrote it. I don't know who gets hurt by it. No, I don't. I don't know who gets hurt
0: by it. I guess the studio because they don't get my 1250 or whatever but i think paramount (laughs) will be just fine
3: (laughs) maybe the theater for not getting your popcorn third quarter
0: earnings were down because brent didn't go see the fucking movie (laughs) somebody's
3: losing their job because they didn't get your like 1750 (laughs) that is rough dude you know it'll be rough with like where they're literally watching you in your living room to see if you, like, so, get up to go out the door. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's the odds that it's, like, better than 50% on Rotten Tomatoes? Now that I think that's a way For, to like, gauge review. movie. So, we're but, talking like,
3: about, like, the positive reviews? Yeah. I mean, it's... So, here's the thing. It's a comedy. So, comedies are, like... Don't rate I'm, well. I'm going well, to be completely honest here. Comedies are like crazy all over the map because everybody has different sense of humor. This isn't me like justifying anything. I'm just being honest. Like, but then again, Deadpool, like people, like, hate people hate love Deadpool. Yeah, it was a comedy. but it's a superhero movie that happens to be a comedy. So, some people didn't who didn't necessarily right. go for the comedy. We're fine with it because it was but still Anchorman, a But Anchorman, like movie.
0: You, you, can like Will Ferrell or you can not be. Dude, there's wild people about that Will adamantly
3: Com- hate Will Ferrell. Though. Yeah, for sure. Like, it, and so Anchorman to me is like perfection with the comedy. Like, I can't. There's comedies that I love as much as Anchorman. I can't say there's any I love more. Like, it's up there. Ooh, it's I at the top of the heat. Like, it, name one that's better.
0: I don't know. I don't even, I'm not really a comedy person. Cause I don't, I usually never go see comedies in the theater. Cause I don't like hearing other people laugh. That's so weird. And That's it exactly why drives I like to, me crazy. to Like, and I, the biggest example was fucking Austin Powers. Like I didn't go see it in the theater and I didn't see it until the second one came out. So I'd heard all the fucking jokes from the movie. Yeah. And I, it just well, drove me you crazy have to see fresh without yeah. them. But you have to like find the sweet spot of like when to go see it when it's like a couple people there, but it's not like packed because like there's the people that won't stop laughing and you're like, that's not funny. Don't laugh at that. Like, oh
3: man. You think about this way harder than I <laughs> I don't know. Like I go to comedy. I love laughing with an audience. Um, like that's why I guess that's one of the things I like about cheers is it's like a live studio audience. And so I, I'm hey, fine cheers with it. was
2: filmed before a live studio. Always. Yeah, it was. It's <laughs> a good point.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, but I like if it's natural laughter, I, I like that. I don't mind that. It's when it's unnatural. Like a laugh track drives the me. Like can laugh? Yeah, can laughter drives me crazy. But if I'm in an audience and like there's a really funny joke, I'm totally fine with everybody laughing. And it's interesting, too. The only time I really dissected last was when I went to uh, 22 Jump Street. And so I went with my wife and Zach happened to be there. And so we sat next to Zach and like me and Zach were fucking rolling at jokes that nobody else laughed. I mean like (laughs) an entire theater of people and nobody laughed at it. I presume because they didn't get the jokes. Like there was a lot of like inside Hollywood jokes in that movie. And the really obvious one, like the Iron Man desk and all that shit, you know, everybody laughed at. But then there's stuff like the red herring tattoo And uh, we just thought that was hilarious when we saw it and nobody else laughed. And then the really stupid humor, like everybody else would laugh and me and Zach would just kind of sit there like, yeah, that was like an obvious joke though. So that was interesting, but it's because of the type of comedy it is. Yeah. Like it's throwing jokes to everybody, but usually I just, I don't know. I like to go to theater and laugh. What's really bad is when you go to like a comedy and you don't laugh once that's the worst yeah. Like i just feel ripped off like i remember seeing showtime with eddie murphy and robert de niro and that's one of the only movies i'm trying to think if there's another one other than my daughter having a meltdown i think that's the only movie i ever walked out of because i made it through like an hour 15 and i'm just like fuck it dude i don't even care what happens the last 15 minutes like i cannot sit through another minute of this movie have you ever walked out of a movie I'm trying to think if I have. I, I
0: walked out of uh, Eight Legged Freaks, not, but I didn't. Pay I still for. haven't seen that one. <laughs> you're not missing much. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, uh, I Dave, would say that your actions. David, Arquette, when you
2: haven't even like pushed play on Netflix? Yeah, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're
3: not gonna watch that one. Yeah. Probably not. No. It looks like a sci-fi movie. What I mean by that is like you know the T V movies for Sci Fi? For the sci fi -fi channel. channel, It looks like it was produced for the Sci Fi channel. Kind of, yeah. That's not good for a Hollywood movie (laughs) at any point of Hollywood movies. Like
0: it fits more in with Sharknado than it does with like And I
3: love Sharknado because it's just but it's so fucking bad. I
0: can't do big monster movie like horror.
2: You're not big on Roger Corman movies.
0: No, I I don't know. I've I can't do any of those crappy movies. It just wastes oh, my time. No, there's all the sci-fi
3: movies out of the window. <laughs> 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 so no, no two-headed shark attack.
0: No, no. Sharks, sharks versus no octopus, octopus no, no alligators, <laughs> no nothing. Like I
3: What about mega shark versus mecha shark? I
0: saw that on Netflix. <laughs> so I was like, why, why is this a thing? Because that movie is <laughs> awesome.
3: Because somebody was There's like... There's no way
0: that that movie is awesome. Like, dude, do you know how that movie
3: got sold? This guy walks in crackhead? and like, he goes, he goes, four words, sharks... Scientist Debbie Gibson. like It was like four <laughs> words, and they were sold. I was sold as soon as I found out those things.
0: Did you see Kung Fury Two script
3: is done? No, I didn't know they were making it. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> there
0: was a picture on Twitter. It was the script, and then it was finished, and then they had the red bandana like tied around the script, <laughs> and they're like, nice. it'll be back.
3: Do we know what they're doing with it? Are they raising money right now? Are they going to...
0: I don't know. I I just know that the script was finished and it's oh, like so in happy. production.
3: There's so much more Kung Fury to tell. That's the thing. <laughs> That's the thing about this is like they just introduced us to a whole world and like they haven't even scratched the surface of this world yet.
0: They hack too much time. <laughs>
3: it's such a great movie. How here. you can like Kung Fury but not Sharknado. I, it, like, I will say, like, Kung Fu is, like, a million times better than Sharknado. Like, Kung as much Fu interests me,
0: it. like, gimmicky Kung Fu interests me, whereas, like, and I like that studio, too, because they're the ones who did uh, Troll Hunter. Do you ever see that So movie? he's
3: not against Roger Corman, we've established, because really that's know a Robert means. Roger Corman joint. He's just, like, he's been doing, like, super cheap monster movies since, but, like, the, not just monster movies, like, any kind of, like, cheap... Bad movie. Is like he really. like
0: tied to Magnet, that studio?
3: I don't know, but he did like the Lady in Cages movies in the seventies, like all the Pam Greer movies that she's super famous for, other than the Tarantino one and uh Jackie Brown. Not Jackie Brown, but um oh. I mean that one too, but uh Oh god, I can't th- the one where she- Foxy Brown. He didn't do that one, but he did all the other ones she's famous for, like the big bird cage. Like Lady in Ladies in Cages. and have uh, oh, never heard heat. of any of these movies. Caged Heat. No, that's, that's, that's <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Dude, what are you talking? Isn't that? No, that's Red Heat.
0: Isn't and Caged heat, heat like a Shannon Tweed movie or something? Yeah, I think it is. I don't think <laughs> that one is, is uh,
3: Pam Greer, but it's the same idea. Like, it's the, it's the same thing. I highly recommend The Big Bird Cage.
0: Big Bird Cage, huh?
3: Dude, oh, my God. You can find it on YouTube. like for free and it's it's crazy exploitive like there's so much wrong going on with it (laughs) it's got like the main characters are uh pam greer and sid haig from uh like rob zombie's first two movies he was the clown guy so house Uh, of a thousand uh, corpses captain uh, spaulding yeah, Captain Spaulding. Okay,
0: I kinda know who you're talking about.
3: Yeah, that's that's like one of the movies it got famous for, but it, it is so fucking wrong and like batshit crazy and great. like there's a scene where there's like a girl who like freaks out and she's naked and for some reason she's covered with chicken fat and so all these prison <laughs> guards are like she's running away naked and they're all trying to tackle her, you're but they can't because she's covered with chicken <laughs> fat. It's so great, dude. <laughs> what's that?
2: <laughs> grease up that <death>. okay. K
3: <laughs> dude and Pam Greer man I get it like I get why she has like this like why she's a thing like just
0: so does Larry Davis because he likes big booties
3: going me talk about Pam Greer for a second <laughs> amazing sorry mom I know you're listening to this <laughs> <laughs> so, alright so we all went and saw
2: The new X-Men Apocalypse. Apocalypse.
3: I think that we should just set out a spoiler alert so we can talk about this freely because we're at 38 minutes. I'm guessing we're going to talk about this a little bit. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Okay, so we'll just put out a spoiler. If you don't want to know about the movie, just tune out because we're not going to censor what we say here. So I'll just throw out fair warning since we saved it for the end of the podcast.
2: Yeah. You got some good Pam Greer talk, so... (laughs)
3: Okay, let's color this with how we felt about it first. Who liked it? I, I did. did. I kind of liked it. I'm like, I'm like, it touched the, the right middle. notes
0: for me. Like, I don't think it did everything well necessarily, yes, yes, but I think yes. it touched the right notes yeah. for me as an X Men fan.
3: Like, yeah, I think you nailed it there. I'm not an X Men fan, but like, like, if I was to grade it from one to five, it would be like three. That's what I gave. Yeah. It was a yeah, three. Like pot, and I I would do four star, but it'd be like two and a half. I want to get the point across. Like I think three is perfect. Like it's it's in the middle. It's
2: exactly what I wanted or was expecting from it. I would say
0: I, it was better than I thought it was going to be for sure. Because every promo I saw was just like way too much CGI, superpower battle shit happening, and I was like, oh. God, I hope that's not it. I hope there's less of that and more, like, story.
3: Dude, there was so much of that. And though. there was. There was
0: a lot of that, <laughs> There was yeah. a lot
3: of everything. I mean, it was a long movie. Can, did you guys see it in 3D? I, yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. So we seen it so twice, we, we so. all, Did you see it in 2D the other I, time? Yeah, I've seen okay. it in 2D. So you can confirm or, or, uh, or deny what I'm going to say here. So... That opening scene.
0: I hated it in three D.
3: What I mean is Uh, not not the pyramid thing, but like when they go through the tunnel. Oh. Like the title sequence. Let me put it that way. When they go through the tunnel, they see all that stuff. Like I was sitting there watching it in three D and I'm like, this is so fucking awesome with the glasses. And this has to be the shittiest thing to ever see in two (laughs) D. Like there's if you don't have things flying at your face, I feel like there's no point at seeing that title sequence. Yeah. Is that the case?
1: because uh, you saw
3: it in 2d like you know when they show like the i was the way more excited when the nazis yeah, by they, like
0: you. jesus like is in your face you're like hey jesus how's it go jesus, get out of my face bro <laughs> <laughs> and then they like smash the swastika in 3d you're like yeah folk nazis <laughs> um i and- really
3: liked by the way how they had like Two or three historical things before the Nazis, and then it was just like a shitload of stuff from World War II on. And I'm like, wow, well, you really don't think people well, know their the head from their ass in, the movie, in history? I mean, there's not a l- really long time. Between... Dude, it starts out in like what, 2500 BCE? I know. 3600
0: or something. Or 3600. Yeah, yeah, okay.
3: So, like, they just glossed over fucking like 5,000 years well, they, of history. Like, well, they went two from... things for 5,000 years, and then like, a hundred things from 1940 on, I love that. Yeah. like 40 years has like almost everything in that sequence. Yeah,
2: because they basically went from the pyramids 3600 to zero at Jesus or 3380 with Jesus,
3: and then they skip to
0: like a train and a plane, like a mm-hmm. biplane, and then like, yeah, and then it's 40s on. Okay, well, just ramp it up faster.
3: <laughs> Something this movie did not get a handle on was time. I felt like, and what I mean no, by that was like, this is a movie that's in the 80s and there's shit that you expect to see in the 80s. And there was a thing here or there, but it seemed like what they mostly tried to do was like, oh, when we're introducing Quicksilver, we're just going to shoehorn in like Mrs. Tech, like man. 17 things from the 80s in like a two minute sequence. And that's just going to establish that we are in the 80s. Th-
0: the thing that I didn't really catch on the first viewing until I saw it the second time was the scene with Storm where Apocalypse has kind of just come out and he's walking the streets of Cairo? There's like an Arab radio station playing Iran by by yeah. Flock of Seagulls. <laughs> I, I didn't I even hear it the first that, time.
2: The f- I even told you that because Brett and I, was, Brett was sitting next to me when we watched it, the fr- when he watched it the first time. And I mean, like Duran Duran. <laughs> It's not Duran
0: Duran it's Flock of Seagulls yeah it is yeah. Flock of Seagulls but I didn't even catch it till the second time and I was like wait a minute that's I ran by Flock of Seagulls in Arabic like well that's kind of cool I guess <laughs> <laughs> that's an 80s thing I
1: guess I'm okay with this
3: <laughs> uh is it safe to say that the best scene was a Quicksilver scene again yeah.
0: Ooh, yeah which like I don't know I like benders, like scene too where with his daughter and wife
3: okay we yeah we should talk about that so before we jump to that real quick i just
0: got one point to say about time okay the thing that really bugs me is when he wakes up okay so uh eric magneto is in poland and
3: then by the way too many uses of the word eric in that movie yeah dude he's magneto they were entirely like Brian Singer was entirely too dependent on like the audience and knowing everything that was going on.
0: But the people who call him Eric are did Professor you, X and Mystique. Did and you Beast. remember
3: the girl from the CIA at all? Until they like Myra did McTag- flashbacks. As to soon help as she you.
0: showed her, I was like, "It's Myra McTaggart." I did not like, remember
3: her at all, man. I don't remember her very well at all. But, yeah, but
0: my, so the thing I was gonna say though is like so Magneto's in Poland. And then um, Kurt Wagner, a nightcrawler, is in East Germany, which is not that far. And it's like brightest day in fucking Poland. And like, you know, a couple hundred miles away, it's like darkest night in fucking East Berlin. <laughs> and I was like, hey, <laughs> what? what the fuck is this? Like, it, it can't be night and day. You know, they're, they're basically the same time zone. It's yeah,
3: It's funny when you say that, too, because that reminds me. I was just... Uh, and it was
0: daylight in Cairo. So was, it was daylight in Cairo, daylight in Poland, nighttime I think they, in Berlin. I think
2: if those all three are like almost
3: the same time zone. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's funny you say that because I was just watching a cracked video where they were talking about like little things that Chris Nolan does. And uh, there's a scene in uh, uh, The Dark Knight Returns. Right. Or, is that the right one? The last one
0: where um, he like gets out of a not plane. Not The Dark Knight
3: Returns. That's a graphic novel. It's a... Uh,
0: Rises,
3: yeah. Dark Knight Rises. Okay, and so he like it's daylight, and he goes in this tunnel, and they like have a battle between like the Batmobile or cycle—I don't remember—and like the Joker thing. And then like it comes out of the tunnel, and then it's like nighttime, and yeah. it's just like because it's like a minute and a half scene. I don't think anybody really picks up on it when you watch it for sure. And, but then when you see it like that, and they're telling you like, "Holy shit, dude!" Nolan, you did it again. <laughs>
0: well, and then, like, at the end of the movie where... Or the third one, where he gets out of the cave and it's, like, daytime. Then somehow, with no money or means, he travels all the way across the world. And then the first thing he does when he gets back to Gotham is climb a fucking bridge and then, like, pour gasoline over it in the shape of, like, a bat symbol. He's like, this is going to be fucking awesome. Just believe me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It'll be huge. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And, like, nobody is, like, watching for somebody dressed as Batman with a can of gasoline <laughs> on a bridge. Like, somebody seeing it. Hey, right you
0: sure. can't be up there. Get down.
3: <laughs> and isn't that the bridges that they're guarding because they're the only entrances right. to Gotham yeah. City? So that makes Heavily it even more egregious, dude. Yeah, I d- but we're not talking about that <laughs> regrets. Okay, let's go back to that scene with Magneto's daughter dying. Yeah. Okay, that was clearly Scarlet Witch, right? No, really?
0: Well, I, I wondered that too. I, I, there, it was well. It it is because Fox owns the rights yep. to both those characters, as well as and Marvel. that's the only one they so only ones they have. This, so this is what I want to get be. at.
3: I loved and loathed that scene equally, which was like they established that's a Scarlet Witch without saying it. And then she gets impaled by an arrow, which was like I felt their fuck you to Marvel for like having Quicksilver through that movie before they could introduce him in the X Men movies, really. And then like just having an arrow go through him and kill well, him. Well, X Men
0: was first.
3: No, no Days of Future Past they came sh-
0: out before yeah, Age of Ultron. But Ultra they didn't
2: did. have. But they didn't call her Wanda.
0: No, they called her Nina.
3: Yeah, it was Scarlet Witch. Just yeah. trust me. Dude. It has were, to be.
0: I mean, yeah. that's the yeah. only characters they have the rights to, so
3: Yeah, it was it was her, but it's not swamp did Days thing, of Future Past come out before Avengers yep. 2? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it did now that I'm thinking of where I lived at the time. Okay. <laughs> but I mean I did feel like that was a fuck you to Marvel. Like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna kill Quicksilver and cause confusion on our IP. Here, we're going to do it right back at you the same way <laughs> like i thought that was like a ma- and then they also did you pick up they walk out of return of the jedi this is yeah. the most fucked up thing okay they walk out of return of the jedi and they talk about how star wars is good no Empire's good and they're like well at least we can all agree that the third one's terrible when they're walking out of Ooh, jedi right yeah yeah, yeah. so it's like a total rip on disney because disney owns although Marvel i feel all like that. they were ripping on x3 Okay. I thought they were
0: also ripping on themselves too because it was yeah. the third movie in
3: this trilogy yeah. also. And they're like, you oh, wow. know
0: this movie's bad, right? <laughs> we all know this movie's the worst oh, movie well, of the three. I thought
3: about, Maybe it's because of the, the, uh, the Scarlet Witch thing earlier. I thought it was a dig on Disney. So I'm like, that's kind of interesting considering like you guys put out that movie. like Fox put out that movie initially and they lost the rights, but not yet. They technically still have the rights to Return of the Jedi.
0: I guess in the um, extended version of this, if God, there's an extended version. but Because oh, we need like another two and, right. and a half hours.
3: <laughs> um, I didn't see enough pyramids blowing up, guys.
0: There's going to be Jubilee having her powers, but there's going to be like a whole mall scene that they cut out. Oh, where I guess they're like walking through like Yay. a record store. And Sophie Turner, I think, has picks up like a record in Dazzler's on the cover. And they totally like cut Dazzler out of the movie,
3: God, dude. I, I thought they were fucking insane when I found out Dazzler was supposed to be in that movie. I was like, <laughs> really? well, it's like really you're having the, 80s, the disco like... dude. Still, you're having the disco character who uses light like that's ins- like who basically uses rock star lights? Like, <laughs> no, that's an insane idea. Don't have Dazzler in this movie.
0: But you can at least have her, like, be on a record cover, you know? Like, If
3: they put Dazzler in this movie, that's, like, clear evidence that they just don't have faith in the characters that they have IP property for <laughs> anymore. They're just, like, I don't know. I felt a little bit about that in this movie because this movie was primarily, like, we just have to, like, get all the characters that people love and, like, find these new versions of them now.
0: And we have to, like, put a team together. Like, there yeah. has to be, a like, a team. Because there's been... Two movies before, and there's been teams, but there's not really, like, a standalone team, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I loved at the end that they all got their costumes, finally. Like, Singer's like, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And he does it, and it was just great. I'm like, why... What Why, were their
3: costumes? I didn't even notice it when I they mean, were in the were danger room. Were they wearing room? their actual costumes? Right or?
0: at the very end, when they're no, in I the, mean like
3: from the comic books, where they were yes. wearing their actual co- like costumes, basically. Yeah, not, Mystique not like had the, the white, and the blue. white like
0: like blouse thing. Okay, and like Scott had like the or Cyclops had the uh, the shoulder pad thing that like goes across with like the X symbol on his peck. Okay, and like,
3: but not the yellow blues.
0: No, it was yellow and blue because oh, it, it was a yellow How did I strap, not and it was like this? it wasn't like navy blue. It was like a dark blue, It was kind of subtle. But
2: Mystique was the one I really noticed her the the white halter top. Yeah, I didn't see like the skull necklace was the only thing. That and Nightcrawler
0: show. had his like black and red suit, and um, Storm had her gray and black suit, and I
3: don't. By know. the way how storm did a good job losing her accent later huh oh <laughs>
0: well, she's better so than holly berry
3: so did gene gray it's kind of interesting did a really good job of losing her red hair too
0: i think they <laughs> did a double take because i remember like when the first trailer came out and sophie turner's like i see the end of the world it was like straight Sansa voice. yeah like you couldn't differentiate and then when the movie I like kept they waiting. dropped it, and it did not sound like Sansa. Like they must have redone a reshoot. I kept shoot. waiting
3: for Apocalypse to rape her. Is that horrible? <laughs> no. That's what Game of Thrones has done to me, dude. I saw her. And I've I just seen had a Ramsey.
0: I can take Apocalypse.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I one thing I did like little continuity things, but I don't know. So here's the <laughs> thing: the continuity totally doesn't work in this. I'm not sure what the fuck ha- happens with Days of Future Past, but like. If it doesn't change all the continuity, it's nice that they had that touch in with the Dark Phoenix because it's like an x three x two I don't even remember X3. whichever one, like they they basically alluded to the fact that like Professor X knew about Dark Phoenix but didn't like didn't, well the next movie really to really elaborate in space. why. That has nothing to do with what I'm talking about well, no, I'm other just saying Dark like, Phoenix. But well, they're going to go Dark like,
0: Phoenix into the Shi'ar Empire in space.
3: Okay.
2: Okay. I got to ask. I had known the after credits sequence. Oh.
3: Dude, I was going to ask you too because I don't okay, know. Okay, I, I know and what it is. I didn't get is. a chance. I, like, I literally just came from the movie, so I didn't get a chance to look up the significance of that. So he's Nathaniel Essex?
0: And Nathaniel Essex is Mr. Sinister. So there's theories out there. And what Mr. Sinister does is he is a genetic scientist. And so he makes clones of mutants and fucks them up and gives them different powers. Okay. Cronenberg's the hell out of him. Basically, yeah. (laughs) So he's
3: basically just setting up a next villain. Well,
0: mm, the theory is that he's going to set up Cable... Oh, in deadpool maybe okay. so he's gonna make the clone of the dna that creates cable down the road or something
3: that would make sense because i saw deadpool tell me in a ferris bueller robe <laughs> that cable was gonna be in the next movie so um yeah that makes sense to me that all checks out
0: it was just really weird though that was the only time in a marvel post-credit thing where i've ever like what the fuck was that? Like, I don't even know what that was. I had was. one like,
3: other time. I had one other time. Uh, Thor, Ragnarok. There was a post credit thing Dark for World? Guardians. For Guardians. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah Ragnarok's the one coming up. I'm sorry. So yeah, uh, Dark World. They, they have like a post credit thing with the collector from Guardians of the Galaxy, which now I know what that's about, but I still don't think it's a good scene upon rewatch but when you watch it it's like so out of the tone of the movie and it's just like none of the what they just did makes no fucking sense whatsoever like it's just it's it's a pointless action
0: especially because they haven't even talked about casting an Adam Warlock so they've shown the cocoon in two different movies and they have no casting choice for Adam Warlock
3: Oh they will eventually I mean they they have to have him for Infinity Wars yeah. I feel like or but, whatever they're calling it now but uh, he's pretty crucial. I yeah. I mean, if, if you're having Thanos become a god, you need somebody else to take that god, Some mantle.
0: celestial being who can actually fight him.
3: Yeah. And I just don't feel like they have that in the Marvel Universe yet.
0: You know what really kind of bugged me about the movie? And this is just a minor groot, or a gripe about X-Men. Groot. I like groot. That. I'm Groot. Um I think they did a really bad hack job of Warren Worthington, a.k.a. Angel, because I yeah. think they did a lot yeah. better job in the previous movies because he's like a billionaire playboy and his dad's like a really rich politician and he exists counter to his father's hatred of mutants because he is a mutant himself. And in this one, he's just like he's some a metal dude. My- <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like an MMA cage fighter metal That's exactly,
3: like, I I felt like Brian Singer was looking at an old Megadeth shirt and was just (laughs) like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do right there. All right,
0: got the scene. He's in rafters of a dilapidated barn, listening to Metallica getting fucking wasted. How metal is that?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we're up the metal.
3: We're going to yeah. make him metal. Yeah, okay. we'll give
0: him fucking metal wings. Yeah. Going
3: back to time again. <laughs> Out of another time thing that bothered me throughout the whole movie. Jennifer Lawrence, they'd make no attempt whatsoever to age her up. And she looks exactly like she looked like in the previous ago. two movies. Yeah, and it's been 20 years. And James McEnroy doesn't look different Neither does Beast. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. So that's, no, it, actually that's the, the worst, the worst,
0: the worst is Havoc. Cause Havoc's like still like hunky, like 24 year old, like bro. And you're like, you're like 45 dude. Like <laughs> and he's like, yeah, my younger brother, Scott's <laughs> in high school. No big deal. Right.
3: Like, okay. So here's, here's another thing that bothered me when I was watching it. Why did they make this total effort with Magneto to make it like, Okay. Let me just ask you a question. You guys are X-Men fans. I'm really not. But maybe, maybe I'm coming from this from a different angle because I'm an outsider. Let me check with you guys. Did you guys watch Man of Steel? Yes. And you were all like, yeah, that flannel and beard look? I wish Magneto looked like that. Like, right? He, they, they, they just took, like, Clark Kent from Man of Steel. And they were like, yeah, let's do this with Magneto. Yeah. But we won't have him like lay in a pussy ocean with whales. <laughs> He'll just like chop wood or something. Fast bender. I did, what was up with that? Like I'm a man of peace. That's basically what he's trying to do. And he's dressed up like Superman and Man of Steel. I'm surprised. I would say the I'm more. I'm utterly shocked that they didn't work in like like a, a 90s song into there somehow. <laughs> Even to, just because their handle of time is so bad anyway. Like why not just fucking work in like Chris Cornell somehow while he's walking into the factory?
0: I think it, this kind of made me think about something. Comparing it to Man of Steel, is Man of Steel got a really bad rap because of the countless deaths that they kill, like people? Uh-huh. Magneto kills like fucking everyone on the yeah, planet, I and like, that too. and no one even like, oh yeah, well that just that just but happened, he whatever.
2: saved the day right because he stopped using his power <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay dude let's just nitpick the shit out of this it's, i just went from a three to a two and i'm gonna keep going here here's something that really fucking bothered me okay more than the man of steel thing more than the time thing when they're building the mansion how does magneto make wood fucking float up and build into like a i think mansion? that's Jean gray i thought that she's just Grey. like telepathy She's she's got telekinesis, too? Yeah, she's telekinetic. Yeah, she's telekinetic
0: and telepathy. Damn,
3: because I was really onto something with that wood. But the rest of it's fucking
0: stone. (laughs) Like, stone and wood. Like, what does Magneto have there that he's, like, moving? Nails, I guess. guess. Yeah. (laughs) You put down the wood, I'll nail the shit out of it. We'll just get her done.
3: I... Yeah. (laughs) The more I think (laughs) about this movie, the more I think I hate it. (laughs) Like... Still I'm better talking. than X three, it is. Oh, yeah. It's way better. Dude. Than X3. Come on, <laughs> like what isn't better? than I don't than X3? hate the movie. There's
0: like a... there's a lot of things to like nitpick, and it's not the best movie. But I I don't think mm-hmm. it deserves... So it's getting like a forty eight or something on Rotten okay. Tomatoes. Let me I, get... don't thi- I think it be deserves that to be sounds above right fifty.
3: Nah, I don't. I don't really think about the last movie that just came out, a superhero movie. Like Civil War was so good. And this is on the heels of that. You're just going to be judged against that. You just are. But like you got to admit, Civil War's got major
0: problems, though. Like
3: they got all the characters right. I mean, that's the most important thing. They did,
0: but like, it's basically Marvel high fiving themselves. Like, we're fucking awesome. Victory lap. You know, like, look at all these characters we got. Let's have them fight.
3: Yeah, but it's not just that. It's like setting up all the future movies. Like, and yeah. I know Marvel does that anyway, but like, there was a definitive beginning to this phase that I really enjoyed watching. That, like,
0: I think Baron Zemo needed his bright pink hood, and I think they really. I missed think that's out. coming.
3: I we had, Zach threw out that theory, and I absolutely agree. I think that's coming. I think Marvel's like doing it in phases, because I don't think he's he's really ruling Hydra yet. Give it time. <laughs> Do you know Captain America's done now? They said, like, uh, the Russo brothers were talking about that. They said when he put down the shield in that movie, like, that was symbolic of him giving up Captain America. Like, he's going to be Steve Rogers now. Like, he's not going to be Captain America. So they're kind of going, like, the comic book route with that. Because, like, he winds up running shield for a few years. and um,
0: The I middle guess... management years where he just... Took over.
3: Yeah, and now he's a <laughs> Hydra agent.
0: I heard that.
3: Yeah, yeah I want to read that story. I'm interested in it. I'm actually I don't more think interested it's gonna
0: stick, in uh, DC's rebirth thing where they. I'm interested in that Made too. Watchmen official canon. Yeah, and that's I weird. And I hear that they said someone's like a major villain, and I th- it's got to be Ozzy like can't be. Unless it's Rorschach or something, they're...
3: you could definitely make a case <laughs> for him being a villain. Um, yeah, that's I, I'm I'm interested in that rebirth because like I was I was kind of into the new Fifty Two at first, but there's things that bothered me, and yeah. it seems like they're trying to fix the things that bothered me.
0: I tried to read Batman Fifty Two, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll just jump in fresh." And I was like, "Okay, I'm out, like right away."
3: Court Owls is a pretty good story, though. What's that? Uh, Corda Owls it's like a story that uh zach i can't remember his last name but um he so it it's basically like he finds this little piece of gotham that hasn't been covered yet for the story and it's amazing dude like it's i, I don't really want to give it away it has shades of winter soldier i'll say that but hmm. it's a pretty good story um I'll lend you the graphic novel if you want. Like it's it's totally worth checking out. But did
0: you see that Gotham got picked up for season three for some goddamn reason? <laughs> no. <dude. laughs> I watched the
3: pilot, kind of enjoyed the pilot, and I watched the second episode and I was like, uh and then I think I like caught some of the third and I was like, no. like it just got progressively worse yeah
0: it gets progressively worse actually season two is way better but all i know um, is whenever
3: people tell me about gotham when they they start talking about about "Ah." it no like the people who really love gotham the stuff that they tell me makes me not want to love that show at all
0: oh see i watch it like my weekly train wreck like (laughs) (laughs) if there's like a train wreck that happened outside my window every week that's basically gotham I tune in, I'm like, oh what's the carnage and devastate oh that's terrible. I don't want to watch that. This See,
3: this <laughs> is where like I envy you as a father because like I don't have time for the train wreck anymore. Like I guess that's like my B movies in a way. But like as far as the weekly train wreck, I used to do shit like that too. I just I don't have time for it. Like I gotta cram in the stuff that I like because I don't yeah. have I hardly have time for that, you know?
0: Yeah. It's uh They do things well. They do some of the villains really well. It's just, like, besides the villains, everything else is fucking terrible. Yeah. So, like, Alfred's bad. Alfred's, like, killing people. He's, like, ex-Vietnam vet who's, like, has a vendetta just to kill everyone. And Bruce Wayne, like, kills a bunch of people as a kid.
3: I feel like the Bruce Wayne thing, like, it's, like... Somebody was like, hey, you know what would be really good for Batman? Phantom Menace. Let's see if we can have him. Like, who doesn't want to know what Batman's well, up to as a kid? Like,
0: there's things that they've done. Like, they introduced Scarecrow. They killed off Scarecrow. Like, in Batman's, you know, nine years old. They introduce like, Mr. Freeze, who maybe is dead. They've introduced, like, uh, Hugo Strange. Like,. They've had all these great villains, and they either like kill them off or just, you know, their their days of villainy is when Batman is nine years old. So, like, <laughs> there's no way that, like, the penguin comes back. He's like, Yeah, I ruled Gotham when I was in my 30s, but now uh, I'll get now you I'm 50 Batman. years old. <laughs>
3: yeah. I can't wait till you get to the episode where you find out that Bruce Wayne made C3PO. That's all that I'm saying. <laughs> Wait, but if you may- now. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about X-Men Apocalypse, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> X-Men Apocalypse, it's it's decent, but it's not great.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go on the lower end of decent now. The more <laughs> the I'm talking about decent. this and unpacking this. This is the danger of like coming right out of a movie and like recording, so I didn't get any time to unpack this in my head. I'm trying to think of the things I liked. Like I liked Oscar Isaac, but I felt like his villain was like very wooden.
0: He was probably the worst part of the movie. Yeah. He and was pretty
3: weird rough. Like it's like well, he couldn't okay. really do the anything. The worst part of the makeup. movie
0: is the fucking Munster dressed up as Psylocke walking around Auschwitz. And you're just like, Why is that a thing? <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah, this,
2: when you like <laughs> break down how this got put on film Cause it was actually filmed at Auschwitz. (laughs) There's a woman barely dressed in a purple swimsuit for lack of better word. Walking around Auschwitz.
3: (laughs) You know, and I gotta say the last thing that they should, the last director they should want in Auschwitz is Brian Singer. Like, did you ever see that, that movie made about the old Nazi, uh, trying to think of the name of it but it's based he only goes for King young novella. boys so
0: everyone at Auschwitz is way too old for him <laughs> oh. he can't turn anyone into that was superhero. the other
3: thing was when i was sitting there watching it i was like i don't know who directed this please don't let it be brian singer i just feel <laughs> icky with brian singer now and it was totally brian singer how he many of the roman polanski
0: do you think he slept with a kid who's uh, like cyclops before he gave him wondrous powers
3: yeah I think he slept with anybody Who was a child on these movies He's like Nightcrawler No
0: no no I want you to wear the blue makeup I like it
3: (laughs) Uh, Have you been hearing about the stuff Corey Feldman's Been saying lately Yeah. Do you believe it Because Corey Feldman is fucked up But there's a reason why he's fucked up
2: I believe there's probably Some of that underground shit going around
3: Oh I believe that but I'm asking you Do you believe what Corey Feldman's saying I'm not trying to load the question. If, I'm just being specific here.
2: If he wasn't, if he was the only one saying it, I would have a harder time believing it. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's not the only one that's come out saying something,
3: I have a easier time believing it. Yeah, I think he's a total train wreck of a human being, and I totally believe him. Like, would you go I'd, to a
0: party at his house though, if he invited hell you? Hell no, really? dude! I'm a
3: dad. Mm. <laughs> Like, I can't take that much code. Would I have like <laughs> six or seven years ago before I got, well, seven, eight years ago? Hell yes. <laughs> Absolutely. The truth
0: shall set you free.
3: <laughs> oh, dude, it would be great. Like, I'd just be like, I I parted with Corey Feldman, dude. He tossed me his keys to his car. It was great, man. <laughs> <laughs> Got a license to drive. I'm like his Corey Haim now, cause I scored him coke. Whatever, dude. It was great.
0: <laughs> I'll be your Corey Haim. <laughs> so, do you think Corey Haim and Corey Feldman had some weird like chomo
2: three way then?
3: oh Dude, I don't even want to think. Of that's so. <laughs> bad. There, there's some,
2: that's some speculation I don't want to get into.
3: Yeah. The, doesn't it like what's really messed up is like so if there's like these people do you think has do he named think it's names like, i haven't like no so he specifically said that if somebody he said if somebody came out and like put names out there that he would back them but he knows like if he put out a name like there's a couple of people that are like john really influential uh and he said like if he named names that he could be liable so he's not gonna name names, but he'll jump in on a lawsuit if somebody, if somebody else like institutes it. Is I is there something with John Carpenter?
0: No, I'm just thinking like you Please know. Please
3: don't talk, like I love John Carpenter. Don't. Talk.
0: I don't know. Like
3: we just spent an hour last week talking about how we love John Carpenter. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just a lot of young boys like in greased up suits. Like what
3: uh, movie are you thinking of?
0: Lost Boys.
3: That wasn't John Carpenter.
0: John Carpenter didn't do that I don't plays? think
3: so. I don't know who did it, but I'm sure it's not John Carpenter.
0: Oh.
3: The, yeah, please do. Please bring up that phone. I need to know for sure. <laughs> it doesn't feel like a John Carpenter I don't movie think it for is. me. First off, because they use a door song, and that's just not John Carpenter's style. He's like, gotta
2: have some walking bass going. Walking
3: bass, or like <laughs> more likely most of what he does is it's like synth that he made. Hmm. Like he wrote the Halloween theme, that interesting. Like he writes all the the scores for his movies, and usually does it on like cheap eighty synth, just probably expensive eighty. Probably expensive back in the time. Yeah, but it all works. It's all great. Like I don't know. I love that stuff. I'm
0: terrified of Michael Myers. I like slasher movies, and I've always liked those kind of horror movies but i can't watch the halloween movies the early ones
3: yeah like the first two that he did yeah they
0: just scare the crap out of me like michael Myers. they're really well reason, done yeah
3: like they're they're pretty underrated i feel like because everybody remembers freddie and jason but like those don't exist without halloween that was a joel schumacher joint Joel yeah. Schumacher. so there you go
0: he's a creepy dude isn't he
3: yeah oh totally he put nipples on a bat suit Maybe he's a- That's, how terrible is it that that is his legacy? That's what people Batman remember nipples. him for above everything else. Is he put nipples on the Batsuit. And he tried to hire Nick Cage for the next Batman movie. If Superman. Batman Superman. No, no, no. This is different. Like, <laughs> if if the third Batman movie, uh, or third. Okay, if Batman and Robin had been successful. Joel Schumacher was already working on a third one and he was going to have Nick Cage play the scarecrow in it. Oh like, my God.
2: oh. That could be interesting. <laughs> it'd be
3: fucking weird. But Did it would hear? be a Joel Schumacher movie, so it'd be terrible. Yeah. Did you hear the
0: casting news that uh, Michael Keaton was cast as the vulture in? Yeah.
3: I'm fucking in. I don't know what they're doing, but I'm. He's like
0: Batman, Birdman, Vulture. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's funny, isn't it? I love it. Maybe he just is Birdman, like just straight up. I don't know.
3: It's pretty funny though that like he did Batman and then way later did Birdman, which is like an amazing movie, but it's also so meta with the. Super the little bit of superhero stuff they have in there and now he's like going right back. His next like high profile thing is going right back into superhero movie But he's gonna
0: be a villain.
3: Yeah. A but Funny, he's still gonna be a bird person. <laughs> yeah, bird <Again>. person. <laughs> you you know, I'm sure they would never admit it, but somewhere like that had to have hit at least in their subconscious. Right? Like we somebody's
2: me- gotta like oh yeah like who could
3: we get as the vulture and like somewhere in their subconscious they're like Batman Birdman makes sense <laughs> who else could we get who played the Birdman of Alcatraz <laughs> like you don't have very many choices if you're going for slam dunk there I'm
0: not really excited for vulture on the big screen
3: here's the thing uh, they have said it's been said that S- Spider-Man's rogue gallery is good yeah. It's not. Dude, I am I'm I might be the biggest Spider-Man fan ever. Like, I love Spider-Man. His rogue gallery really isn't that great. Like, he's got a couple of good villains, and that's it. Um, but
0: more than, like, anyone else really has. I mean, like...
3: Well, who does he got that's great? Like, there's Venom. Carnage is all right, but he's a ripoff of, like, Venom and the Joker. Doc Ock's great. Dr. Octopus is pretty great, yeah.
0: Um.
3: I mean, after that, it's but, like, not that great.
0: But, even like the B list, I is better than basically anyone else has because basically everyone else in Marvel has like one guy. They all share. Or villains, they share so. villains. With yeah. Spider Man, like he has like a like, whole my like my favorite villain against Spider
3: Man was always Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom, but he's known as a Fantastic Four villain, so you know whatever. But well, you got was... the Green Goblin. I, I mean, I've, I've never, never been, been super a, yeah. huge on Green Goblin. I've
0: always Goblin, been more but. of a Hobgoblin fan than Green yeah,
3: Goblin. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. You could tell the era of comics we read because the Hobgoblin in the late 80s and through the 90s was way more interesting than the Green Goblin was. Plus, yeah. he was like his son, and then he was dead. So he didn't do a whole lot. <laughs> and then Norman Osborn lost it and basically ran S.H.I.E.L.D. And that's that's pretty interesting. But he's not really the Green Goblin then until he breaks up at the end. Which is also interesting, but yeah. Anyway, his Rogues Gallery is not as strong as people think it is. My point was as long as he gets Spider Man right, it'll be fine. Like I trust Marvel to put out a good movie.
0: I would like to see Venom done right.
3: Yeah. But I don't think you can do him right out of the gate. Like I think you have to the Sam Raimi wanted to make Spider Man three. It was supposed to be two movies and then for some reason they couldn't do two movies, so they crammed most of it into one movie. And then they
0: cast the exact same guy opposite of their hero.
3: (laughs) Right. Like, to do Venom right, you have to do him at least in two movies. Like, you just do. You have to have him introduced somehow in one movie and then pay it off later. Like I don't think you can cram that into one movie because there has to be history for Venom to make sense.
0: He could still like run into Eddie Brock, like you know, they could be a character in Homecoming. Yeah, like... but
3: the reason why Venom looks the way he looks is because he's like a symbiote, and he like he was melded to Peter Parker, and so like he gets his look from Spider Man's look, like number one. Number two, the thing with Venom is that he has this twisted sense of justice because he came off of Peter Parker. So he has this, he's a total villain to Spider Man, but he's a twisted hero to everybody else. And like, I just feel like you have to take time to establish all that stuff. And I don't think you can like squeeze it into one movie. Because if you squeeze it into one movie, you have to have other villains to fight to make like Venom. Like, he has to be with Peter Parker for a while. And it just feels like if you introduce him in the middle of a movie and then, like, have him use the suit for the rest of the movie and then you have, like, the fight in the next movie and make the next movie about that, to me, it seems like that would pay off way better.
0: I would love to see more Spider-Man in Marvel's, like, extended universe.
3: I think we're going to get it.
0: I would love to – even if it was just, like – jessica jones or something or like someone picks up a newspaper and it's like the the daily bugle you know was like (laughs) just a tagline what they're doing right no i just wish that the daily bugle could at least be introduced and even if it's just like a newspaper headline knowing that spider-man's there somewhere would be great
3: what is the one that what do they call it daredevil
0: daily uh
3: is it Banner or something like that? The Daily Banner. I don't remember. Star
0: Bugle? No, Star.
3: It's not. It doesn't have Bugle in the title. I remember that, but Daily regardless, Star? it's something. It's something similar to the Daily Bugle, but they don't Star do News? the Daily, Daily Bugle. Star
0: News? Something like that.
3: I don't know. <laughs> but it's like I wish. That, yeah, I would like them to like tie in that stuff. That's all now.
0: it needs to be. It just needs like one newspaper on a wall or something that's not the stupid thing karen's working at but like the daily bugle
1: (laughs) or even
3: like you're not a fan of the stuff with karen no i love the stuff of karen oh dude i I gotta be honest that news like thing like there was things in season two that i loved and there's things in season two that i could have like done without and karen's Most of her arc was just like, I'm really not interested in any of this. I like that
0: she is used as a foil to kind of give depth to the other characters because she has some mysterious homicidal past that they don't ever really touch on. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's like the only one who can really talk to the Punisher or... Who can talk to matt murdoch i know? guess yeah i guess I understand. But I didn't like i'm interested where, in
3: that stuff it was like the going to work for the news yeah she's like of,
0: oh i don't have a job as being a re- like paralegal anymore well you can be a reporter okay great
3: you that know? was when i was like you were running out of shit in the newsroom and you're just or in the writer's room you're just trying to come up with stuff for that character like yeah nobody cares about this like, <laughs> and it didn't lead anywhere so
0: it did lead yeah. Well, I'm not gonna spoil. Experience seen it, but yeah, it leads somewhere.
3: Not interesting enough. <laughs> no, well, it's because Electra just like, it.
0: yeah, the Electra thing is bad.
3: You're not interested in Electra and that.
0: I, I, l- I liked it. I really liked the casting of Electra, um, and I liked all the ninja shit. I just didn't understand what the fuck was going on. Like, even when it ends, I was just like, okay, well, that's all neat and tidy, but I have no idea what's going on.
3: I think it was like she recognized the kindred spirit, and she was trying to make him more like her, and he was trying to make her more like him.
0: I think they need to... Like they introduced stick in episode seven of season one Mm -hmm. and then they don't really touch on it again until season two. And then they bring it like, well, yeah, they bring it back in season two and you're like, I don't even remember what black sky is. You know, it's been so long since I've seen it that like, I didn't pick up on what that's supposed to be.
3: I I gotta admit I lucked out because I I rewatched season one before season two dropped. So because I was really jonesing to watch something. Uh, and i just watched jessica jones so okay i'm sorry we're rambling did you have anything you wanted to hit before we go no i'm good all right all right so take it easy
2: actually have debates on my show. It's called That's Debatable, but I don't really have an affirmative or negative debate, really. It's not a win or loss kind of debate. The way that I've organized the show is to kind of try to talk about arguments um, as opposed to having any one argument in particular. I think talking about arguments is a fun way to have an argument. You're kind of arguing with people
3: as opposed to necessarily against them. A not safe for network podcast.
0: Take that moe, you drink it down to the label. Yeah. You uh, get yourself a funnel
3: from a gas station.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. You then pour sauce in up to
3: where the the malt liquor started. Fill her back up. Mm-hmm. So you got yourself a little bit of a buzz on because you just drank about a third of a bottle of malt liquor. Put it inside yourself. Mm-hmm. Experience what we just had—the absolute privilege of mm-hmm. experiencing in such a thickening. Yeah. I don't see any way that anyone's ever going to regret this. Yeah. No. We had a good life.
2: When Wilfred Brimley is telling you that that's what he's gonna do, you're like, oh wow, it must be alien. It's
3: totally because the mustache.
2: Yeah, you believe the mustache because when he is in the thing and he is missing the mustache, bad news. There's something about him that's not right, and the characters pick up on it right away and they lock him away. (laughs) You know, the plot suggests it's for other reasons, but he is a man that should have a mustache, and when he doesn't, it codes for strangeness and just
3: all around wrongness and weirdness.
1: The alien movie project.
3: Hi, I'm Biggs. Check out my podcast, Biggs on Film, where I do insightful commentaries on films that you love. Uh, Gort the robot, they call him Newt. Yeah, Newt. Like like he's uh, Norwe- like, Norwegian. Yeah, he's <laughs> mostly Norwegian. Mostly. The two fancy skeletons in the back are the worst. Dude. I know, they're the best. <laughs> like, it's no wonder they lost this battle. <laughs> That's a gross-looking punching bag. Oh I yeah, that punching. about getting Seminilla punching that bag. I think he might have... Given that punching bag, Salmonella. Well, every now and then it's insightful. Find us on iTunes.